Lent is a time for self-reflection and prayer. One way to do this is by exploring the life, actions, and teachings of Jesus. First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia offers these devotions for your Lenten journey. Using the book, Seeing with Jesus, Developing a Worldview Shaped by the Gospels, written by Jack Glasgow, members from our church have prepared daily devotions offering insights, discoveries, and yes, sometimes, questions. This week, our devotions correspond with chapter 1, Seeing from the Mountain. Today's devotion is from Jamie Hogan. Listen as the piano arrangement of Be Thou My Vision, played by Alan MacArthur, points you to look at the world through the eyes of Jesus. The scripture for today is Matthew chapter 22, verses 36 through 40. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments... Hang all the law and the prophets. When I think of Jesus, I think visionary, I think agitator, I think community organizer, I think radical revolutionary. But above all else, I think teacher. I've been so fortunate to have many impactful teachers in my life. My mother and my paternal grandmother are certainly at the top of that list. Both of these women served as educators for young children. 
the very ones we visualize when we sing about Jesus loving all the little children of the world. My grandmother would watch the children playing on the playground with hypervigilance knowing her. And she would always say that she could tell over time when their worldview became influenced by the adults in their lives. What she meant by this was that the white children would begin to separate themselves from the black children and any other non-white peers. These babies, brought into the world full of wonder and love, then being taught to fear the other and judge the other. This is the exact same reason why my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Bentley, allowed us to settle into chosen seats on the first day of school, only to demand that we stand up immediately so she could mix up her salt and peppers. These memories call into focus Matthew chapter 22, verses 36 through 40, when Jesus is asked, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. When we close our eyes and think of who we consider to be our neighbors, who are they? What do they look like? What do they believe? Who do they love? How do they love? Because Jesus teaches us and models for us, another sign of an effective educator, that our neighbors are everyone from all walks of life and experiences, from near and far, not just the people who look and think and love and believe like we do. Not so different from Jesus' experiences, teachers in our classrooms right now are getting a lot of grief, specifically regarding the manufactured crisis of critical race theory and the onslaught of book challenges nationwide. On Tuesday evenings, I teach a course titled Current Issues in English Education to students dreaming of their future classroom spaces as English teachers of middle or high school students. They are young and scrappy and full of boundless hope and eager to shape this world into something better. However, they are also, justifiably so, terrified of navigating the turbulent landscape of education in our state and throughout the country right now. And what do I tell them? I tell them what I believe. That teaching is powerful, it is connective, it is a light force in the messiest and darkest of spaces. It is sacred work. It is the embodiment of that second commandment day in and day out. Because the more love for our neighbors that we teach and model, the quieter those voices of fear and judgment become. In a recent piece for Baptist News Global, centered on the same issues that concern my students and me and so many others, Greg Garrett writes, We cannot live into our full humanity until we are exposed to and accept the full humanity of others. And most importantly, fear of difference leaves us as tiny, stoppered human beings who cannot fully live or love 
or imagine how we or the world might be better because all we know is what we know. It is perplexing to see policymakers and community members, most if not all of whom identify as Christian, so consumed by their own discontent with the writings of Toni Morrison, James Baldwin, Harper Lee, and the like. I wonder, have any actually read the teachings of Jesus Christ? And would they have those teachings challenged as well? There is so much to gain in knowing and loving the other, and so much to be lost in judgment and fear. I pray that we all may return to the wide-eyed wonder and acceptance of our childhood playground sanctuaries before we were taught to see and love any differently. Please join me in prayer. Dear Lord, be with us as we sit in the silent discomfort of all that we do not yet know or understand. Center our curiosity of the other in love, in mercy, and in service. Open our eyes to new vistas and new ways of knowing so that we may love our neighbor more completely. In your name we pray. Amen.